The following is a Passports and Perignon media production. Basic. Basic. You calling me basic? <laughs> That's right, I'm a basic bitch. Forever 21 got me looking rich. Nicholas Sparks is my favorite author. Calling me basic is a compliment. I'm a basic, basic, basic bitch. If there's karaoke, I'm singing Taylor Swift. So I'm very excited about today's episode because we're with my favorite doctor, Dr. Matteo de Villiers from Light Sculpt. Um, and Dr. Matteo is going to be talking to us about Botox, fillers, the latest in aesthetics technology, and we'll also be talking about the misconceptions that people have about starting Botox at a young age. So why millennials should be coming for Botox. So thank you for being with us, Dr. Matteo. I don't know if you'd like to introduce yourself, tell us what you do um, and what your favorite treatments are. So firstly, thank you for um, having me on. No problem. Uh, so let me just quickly introduce myself. Uh, as you said, Dr. Matteo de Villiers, uh, graduated medical school uh, at WITS in 2010. Then I went ahead and did my community service and my internship at Baraguana. Uh, and it was around five, six years ago when I started having an interest in aesthetic medicine. Silly story, my mom asked me, don't you want to do something to get rid of my frown and my forehead lines? And here I am today. That's basically so just doing and you still do a, you still do a forehead line i'm forced to that's so great <laughs> childhood tax does she come into the practice or do you do it at home she's supposed to come into the practice yeah. uh but she is namibian so whenever i fly down to visit her oh, okay. then i'll sneak in an extra vial and just, just treat her somewhere fat. At home. so what is the misconception about botox being for older people because when I told my mom I wanted to get Botox at 26, I started, she was like, you're bloody mad. You don't have any lines. You don't have any wrinkles. So when it comes to younger generations starting with Botox, there are two main reasons why they should. Firstly, preventative. So we want to prevent those deep frown lines, those deep forehead lines. And then the second reason for starting Botox at an earlier age is just aesthetic appearance. And I use that because I remember as a student, a plastic surgeon registrar who taught me, gave us an example of this highly intelligent, blonde 20-year-old that came to see him. Very, very intelligent, but whenever she lifted her brows, she came across as a damn blonde. Mm. She had that expression and yes. appearance on her face. So he said, let's do some Botox on that forehead of yours, that frown, let's just paralyze those muscles. And a week later, he did his follow-up visit and gone was the dumb blonde. And what kind of lost saw, the headlight look, yeah. <laughs> and she came across as a very professional blonde lady. So, two main reasons why uh, millennials should be using Botox. To prevent and to then also just aesthetically tighten things up. And Perfect, God. that's it. What age would you recommend we start? Because obviously, I mean, you can start 18 or any age, but what age do you think, given the collagen 
production of your body, would you say is the prime age to start coming for your first consultation? For preventative reasons, I would say anywhere between 25 to 30. Okay. Usually at the age of 30, we already have breakdown of collagen and we already have those deep set wrinkles. Uh, obviously, it's not too late, but a good age would be 25 to 30. And what is the difference between, because there's a trend going on now in social media and aesthetics terminology where they say you're either getting Botox or you're getting baby Botox, which is obviously a less... Of an is, is that is baby Botox a thing or is it, or do you think that it's just a waste of people's money or what is, what is your opinion on that? To me, it's not really a thing. Okay. Uh, it might have to do with concentration, so they give you less concentration of units. Yeah. Um, but studies have proven the lower the concentration of Botox units which are used, the shorter the duration of the efficacy. Effect. Okay. Which means let's stick to the right concentration of the right product yes. and you get your effective results for the right period of time. Okay, now the question that I'm dying to ask you, because when I first came in here, I was so scared I had to bring my mom with me. I had my physician on standby. And your lawyer. And my call. lawyer. Let's talk about this whole botulism thing. Mm. You, you're going to think this is ridiculous, but I know there are going to be people listening that are also wondering the same thing. Putting People say, why would you put a toxin into your body? What are the long-term effects of that? What could go wrong? Uh, will it lead to dementia eventually? Can you get botulism where you can't swallow? I mean, these are things that would put people off Botox just by typing in mm. bad, what could go wrong with Botox. I think people would be too shit scared to even come in here if yeah. they read all of that. So let's get to the bottom of this. Okay. Uh, firstly, in the right hands, Botox is extremely safe. It's safer than panados, paracetamols. The reason I say that, 10 to 12 paracetamols, mm -hmm. so we're talking about, let's say, 8 to 10 grams, yeah. can lead, taken at once, yeah. can lead to liver failure and eventually death. Immediate? Mm, three months down the line. If you take it every day or once off? No, once off. So if it's a parasuicidal attempt or a suicidal attempt, Good God. and they take a handful of paracetamol, mm. it's a horrible... And then bed. it takes you three months to die. Exactly. Compared to Botox, yeah. which doesn't spread, yeah. uh, it's absorbed by the muscle, excess amounts are neutralized within four hours, no chronic or severe complications. But once again, it needs to be done through a practiced medical doctor. Okay, and how would you check up on that? Because it seems like, especially in South Africa, in the US, it's, it's much better regulated there. Not, no beauty salons are allowed to do it, that kind of stuff. Can I break a bubble? Yeah. In the UK, nurses, yeah, in the U nurses. are allowed to do yeah. Botox. Uh, and then there are a few European countries where even beauty salon therapists are allowed to yes. do Botox. So that the, is scary. That is very scary. So in South Africa, is there a governing body that you can check if someone's registered under? 
how would we see if you're going to a place where it's it's not just like somewhere that's doing waxes and facials and yeah. pedicures and then we're having a Botox and bubbles night? The wonderful thing about South Africa, only medical doctors are allowed to do Botox. Okay. So my advice is research your doctor. Make sure he is registered with South Africa's Health Council. Uh, make sure he is qualified through some university mm -hmm. and that he has some experience when it comes to Botox, fillers and other aesthetic treatments. So do your research yeah. before you just walk into a salon and mm. convince yourself yeah. or be convinced yeah, that you Botox. should do Botox. Botulism. This is my favorite question because I know that when you, I've heard, I once worked with this guy and he was, he drank like a Coca-Cola and it's like the rat piss on the top of the can <laughs> and then you could get botulism and he was in the ER for like five months and he couldn't swallow and he needed one of those chairs where he could tap his chin to speak uh -huh. and it was just terrible. So the good news about Botox is... Because it's made of the same thing, isn't yeah. it? It is actually botulism. It is, it is. Okay. The reason why it is a toxin, firstly, yeah. is because it's a protein. Mm -hmm. And just by the nature of what it looks like, it falls under a toxin. Uh, and what it does as well, it paralyzes muscles. So it needs, scientifically, it needs to be classified as a toxin. Yeah. The good thing about Botox is... It doesn't spread via your blood system mm -hmm. uh, and depending on whether you use Botox or Dysport, the toxin only spreads about a centimeter to two centimeters from where it was injected. Okay. Which means that if we were to inject your forehead... It's not going to get to your throat or your lungs your or your... Okay. Well, that's good to know. You can use Botox in necks neck. for those neck bands. Yes. But once again, the medical practitioner should be an advanced practitioner before we start going anywhere below the nose. Below the nose. Okay. Lip fillers. What would you say because what would you say is the most popular treatment with people, young women between the ages of 25 and 35? We seem like since Kylie Jenner came out and got her lip fillers, there's been an exponential growth in lip fillers. No, definitely there has. Social media hoes but there that was a, want their nice lips. There was a big trend and the Hollywood stars had a big influence on global and international trends. Um, specifically talking about Kylie, when she had her lips done and they were quite volumized. Yeah. We saw a lot of patients coming in looking for volume. big volumes. Will you ever say no to someone if they come in and want these huge lips? Yes, there is a point where you have to to give your professional opinion. And then do you just refuse to treat then them? Then we refuse. Because okay. then and it becomes a, a, a mental... Yeah. Then it's a, a body, body dysmorphia. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but coming back to Kylie, so yeah. what happened was... There was a stage where everyone wanted those massive volume lips. And then a couple of months ago, she publicized that she had them dissolved. Yes. And then there was a whole new trend coming in where people wanted lips looking more normal, less volume. That's the trend I'm on. That's the right trend. That's the trend I'm on. Okay. So we only do like half, I think, on mine. You yeah, we half. do very, very little. Half a syringe. And it looks beautiful. 
What is the latest trend in aesthetics that's coming out that we can look forward to in 2019? Obviously, Botox and fillers. Will always stay. Uh, I think they are probably the foundation of aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, chemical peels, amazing. Can you uh, also start that too young or is your skin, do you have to no. wait? Uh, you can start chemical peels at a very early age, but it's very important what acid or what peel is being used. I would never advise an 18, 19 year old to undergo a very hectic, strong peel with a downtime of two, three weeks. That's just insanity. Yeah. Uh, but an 18 year old with a little bit of acne, uh, salicylic acid, chemical peel, wonderful. Cleans up those pores, mm -hmm. gets rid of those pimples. So, yeah, any age, chemical any age peels, peels have always been. And talk about Dermapen. I love Dermapen. Oh, I love it too. I love Dermapen. Love and people too. are scared of it because they think it's painful. And what does Dermapen treat? What is it good for? Why should you come for Dermapen? So let's just explain to our uh, uh, listeners what dermapen actually is. Yes. A uh, scientific name for it is microneedling. So it's a small little instrument. It's got about a small circular surface, uh, probably centimeter by centimeter in diameter. And in that little circular surface, there's about 12 needles, 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. uh, they then vibrate at a specific frequency uh, and you can set how deep the depth of the penetration of those needles. We then run it over your face. So firstly, we create trauma. Uh, because the body respond, responds to trauma. To try and heal that trauma. It heals. So if you have a breakdown of collagen in your skin, uh, fine wrinkles, pigmentation, by creating controlled trauma to your face, mm -hmm. you heal those pathological wrinkles, the, the breakdown of collagen, and the body actually stimulates new collagen formation. Uh, it smoothens out that wrinkles to a certain degree, so uh, softens pigmentation as well. So let's talk about when you should look at Dermapen for wrinkles and at what stage you should come for Botox. Combination therapy. So you do both together? Both. Not on the same day. Yeah. A day or two apart. The big difference is Botox works on the muscle. Okay. So what it does is uh, it paralyzes those muscles. The muscles are responsible for tension on the skin, which then breaks down collagen. Yeah. By paralyzing the muscle, there's no tension on your skin. Yeah. And you have a healing process from deeper. Yeah. So outside... So, so, so inside, inside out. out. Okay. The microneedling works from outside in. in. Okay. So combination therapy will give you the best results. Okay, fabulous. And Lightscoft is known for being very advanced with different aesthetics treatments. I know you guys offer uh, PRP for hair growth. I know yeah. a lot of people that come for that. Is that only for men? Can women oh, come? No. Where, who's your biggest client, would you say? A man or woman? You know what I love about hair? Yeah. It really has no boundaries. Because men have hair, women have hair. Yeah. Uh, the metro dude in Santon City has hair. Yeah. But the mechanic around the corner also has hair. Yes. And 
it plays such an important role to our self-confidence and our appearance. Mm. So when you ask me what type of patients do we see, I promise you, Everybody. men, women, Indian, Caucasian, yeah. Asian, yeah. we see everyone. Because everyone wants a full bush of hair. Yeah. Um, except down there. Except we're, down trying there. To, we're trying to get rid of that. We also have laser therapy. Okay, great. Uh, so, how many treatments would you need? And when can you not come? Because I know there's something where if, you're, if the, the follicles are dormant, nothing's going to work. Okay. How do you know whether your follicles, follicles are dead? Are dead. Yeah. Basically. Oh, sorry, not dormant. Not dead. Dormant. dead. Dormant, we can still do something about that follicle because it's a sleeping follicle. Yeah. So, by stimulating it, uh, it starts growing, that hair fiber grows. Yeah. If it's dead, there's no stem cell in that hair follicle to actually stimulate hair growth. Yes. How do we determine whether it's uh, dormant or dead? Clinical examination. Okay. So, so you can see from the naked eye? So you can or majority of the cases you see from the naked eye, you also see the type of pattern. Uh, there's a specific male balding pattern that takes yes. place and you follow the scientific presentations as well. What, how many treatments would you recommend to someone wanting to come in that has thinning hair that wants to get their hair growing? How many treatments would they have to come for? So, because there's no point in just coming for one. It's individualized, obviously, okay. uh, but at least three treatments, at least, with a time period of a month. Yeah, and then we should start seeing hair growth, maximum hair growth about six months later. So you have to actually wait a while for an investment, it's yeah. not a quick fix. It's very little natural things which are quick fixes. Except for fillers. Except for lip fillers. Yes. Um, and what else is new at Lyscop that's really exciting? I know there's a chin fat dissolver yeah. that you were talking about. Uh, there's the Accord that you were showing me, the, I don't know, Plasma. Perfect. What's new? What's hot? My latest favorite treatment yeah. must be the use of surgical threads. Yes, that's yeah. quite exciting. And the science behind them and the breakthroughs are amazing. You do Reasoners, it in your chair. You do it in your chair. It takes the whole procedure from start to end. It takes about an hour. And the results are equivalent to a small facelift. So you're awake the entire time. Awake the entire time, but you your downtime yeah. compared to surgery is minimal. We're talking about downtime, maybe three days, and that would be of bruising. Oh, goodness. Minimal pain, and if there is pain, anti-inflammatories, paracetamol, brufins, sort out that uh, discomfort that patients yes. experience. So the threading is for a facelift. Do you only do it around the chin and neck area? Where else can you do it? This is why I'm excited about surgical threads. You can do it anyway. They're using it for breast lifts, butt lifts, uh, that extra bit of tummy skin to stretch it out, uh, that little flabs underneath the patient's arms. And They're what is the thread? Is it, an, it. Is, it, is it literally like a piece of gut? Is it a thread? What, what is it? So, in layman's terms, it's very similar to a stitch. So it looks very similar to it. 
But what it does, once it's inserted into the skin, it starts st stimulating collagen formation. Uh, so initially, we have manipulation of tissue into a certain position to give us a lift, uh, and we initially depend on the thread. But within a few months, that thread is completely absorbed, and what happens is collagen takes over the shape and the position of that thread. So it keeps it in that position. So it keeps the soft tissue in that position. So basically everything we've spoken about today is pretty much when you've lost your collagen. At yeah. the base of it all. Yeah. The Botox, the fillers, the collagen, you want the collagen. collagen. So collagen's hot right now. Yeah, well collagen is You can drink been it. Hot. You can drink it, no? <laughs> yes, you can. But there's only one product which actually has medical proof that it works. They did a study and what they did was they binded a radiolucent iodine to the collagen. Uh, they then gave the patients collagen for a couple of weeks, four weeks. Uh, and then afterwards, so all of these patients had some pathology. So they had a severe knee injury or a severe shoulder injury. And after a month, they went and CT scanned these patients. Mm. And because of the ID molecule that was connected to the collagen, it actually lit up on, on the X-ray on the, on the scan, yeah. which proved that the collagen is being absorbed and it's specifically taken to damaged areas. Now, even if I don't have any injury and I would like it for my face and for wrinkles, Perfect. can I take it? You can take it and it will work wonders. What is so this product head, called? Face, nails, it's proactive. Okay, by um, who? By, uh, pro by proactive. Oh, okay. Proactive <laughs> by proactive. And you can get it at LightSculpt, obviously. Can anyone take that? Anyone can take that. Uh, the only thing is, it's made from bovine collagen. Okay, so if you keep kosher or you, then you can't. Yeah. But and it, all the Jewish ladies just pre <laughs> they just they just stop the podcast right now. But... I know that Proactive is releasing a new form of collagen specifically for that group of patients, okay. which cannot have the uh, bovine. So it's not a bovine, uh, pork. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they're producing a new bovine collagen. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully, it's kosher. The bovine. That is definitely kosher. Okay, good. You'll be kosher. Good. <laughs> um, and. If we look at the trends for 2019, what do you think we should be looking out for in aesthetics in the coming year? What do you think is going to be cool? Uh, what we are expecting and what I would like to see is patients walking in and walking out with a more natural look. We don't want overdone cheeks, we don't want overdone lips, we don't want skins looking like plastic, mm. we want healthy looking skin. We want optimal looking lips, optimal looking cheeks. So the more natural direction is where we're heading to. Okay, that's quite comforting. Yeah. Because you you walk around Santon Mall and some of the faces they are quite scary. Scary. So they obviously didn't come here. Obviously to not to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, and then one more thing I wanted to ask: pregnancy. What can you do when you're pregnant? What can you not do? Can you do your Botox? Can you do your filler? With pregnancy. A lot well, of treatment is contraindicated. And the only reason is there's no scientific proof. Why normally tell well, so it's a risk. What's gonna to happen to the baby. the baby? 
And I always tell my patients, no one has ever done a study, mm. and I'm not going to be the first one to do a study on your baby. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you could do one on my baby. We'll do a trial and error. We'll take the college. Okay, so pretty much for nine months, your life's over. You. For nine months, you're only allowed person. You've got wrinkles. You're allowed of mention. What about anti anxieties? Very few of those patients are Pepsil? allowed. Uh, Twenty more. Yes, I think that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Matteo. Can you just tell everyone where we can find you? Um, what your Instagram handles are, um, and. Um, and why we should pop in. I mean, I think it's obvious why I come here. No, I wouldn't no. go anywhere else. And the last thing that I would like to say is yeah. why is aesthetics such an important thing? Yes. Uh, and it's very simple. I believe that everyone should be confident in themselves in such a way that they walk into any room and own that room. Not arrogance, but confidence. Yes should be comfortable in your own skin. And that's what aesthetics is. It's all about confidence. Making you the best version. So of if you're yourself. a four, you can't be, realistically, you can't be a 10, okay? You can be a six. Oh, yeah, six and a half. Six and a half, with Dr. Matteo. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you can find us uh, in Rosebank, mm -hmm. 28 Bolton, uh, or you can give us a call, Rosebank at 011, 616-1436. Perfect. And what is your Instagram? It's at Lightscott. At Lightscott. Aesthetics Clinic? Yep. Lightscott Aesthetics. And your personal one? Your your doctor's page? Uh, it's DR. Yeah. Under hash? Yeah. Mateo. M-A-T-H-E-O. Great. Okay. And you can go there and you can see my new lips. Please do. Yeah. They look beautiful. Exactly and I haven't right had a stroke yet. No. And you're not one hour in. No. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Mateo. I can't Absolutely wait to be back. Thanks. Thanks.